welcome back. You are listening to episode six of series two of The Grad Pod. In this podcast, I was joined by Pippa Smart as we chatted about being content in what you do and not worrying too much about long-term goals. Hello, I am here with Pippa. Pippa, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Pippa. Um, I'm living in Bristol at the moment and I'm working for an insurance company. Brilliant. Excited to have you on the podcast. So often on, on, on these kind of episodes, I talk to people about the past few years of their working lives because we're all, we're all in our 20s and we're all kind of getting our heads around the working world and what we want to do and where we want to be. And it's a, it's a very confusing time. Um, and we all take different paths and I particularly wanted to speak to you because I think your path has been interesting and um, a lot of people would be intrigued to hear about it. So Mm -hmm. if you could possibly talk us through um, where, you know, you've you've gone, you've you've worked um, since leaving school. Yeah. So um, when I left school, I left after the first year of sixth form. So I was 17 um, at the time. And yeah, so I left school. Um, I wanted to do something completely different. And I went to college um, to study a course that was very, very different to my what I studied at A-level um, or AS-level. And um after I completed that, I just thought, I still don't know what I want to do. Um, so I thought, I'm just going to go straight into work. I want to, um, basically, I just want to be earning earning some money and um, have the freedom that comes alongside um, having like a steady, reliable income. Um, so I, yeah, I went into work and I was, I went to full-time working for H&M. Um, so I had the uh, intentions of becoming a department manager. So I'd been there for a year already. Um, and my store manager and I had had like some chats and we agreed that we felt like that was a suitable step for me to aim for. I started working in, it's called, uh, the role is called cash office sales, which is um, you split your time between the, um, the, the sales floor. So working as a sales advisor as normal, like on tills, um, serving customers and then also you spend some time in our admin office um, and you'd be dealing with like uh, floating tills, um, uh, logging how much money we've taken each day, um, dealing with stuff in the safe um, and also like health and safety checks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah and then you left. Yeah so I I did that for a bit and then I was uh, became a department manager for a year Um, And then I left, I left, yeah, I left H&M and I just wanted to get out of the um, very irregular work patterns. I also found the job really, really stressful um, and I wasn't enjoying it anymore. So I just thought, I just don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fun for me. So um, I left and started looking for, what I was looking for was an office-based job really, Um, like nine to five same place you know you've got your desk you know you're not really moving around uh, everywhere and um 
that's where I found my job that I'm at currently, which is um, with NFU Mutual, which is an insurance company. So I'm just doing admin type work for them. Cool. I'm going to um, go into those different sections and kind of ask you a bit more questions. So firstly, um, you touched on your time at music college. Yes. So that was just, how, how was that? Um mm if you could kind of delve into it a bit more for, for everyone who's listening. Yeah. Um, so I was really, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I sort of went in with very much like these expectations of it being um, quite difficult. Um, in my head, I had it that I was going to be, you know, these people were going to be incredibly talented, um, you know, on the you know road to becoming superstars you know fabulous musicians and of course like they definitely were incredibly talented the people that I was on the course with they were great I loved them but um it was definitely so it was a very young college it was very new Mm. um they'd only been running I think the last the year before me was the first year that they'd actually run my course so we were only the course was only like two one and a bit years old two years old um so it was very um kind of as you're as you go along you sort of have to do what you make it up as you go along like ah for us we felt like um but actually that was really fun there was um it was just I think everyone took it very positively um the tutors that we had were great they were really supportive but also very much um realistic um with like setting our expectations um so yeah that was it was really good we spent so we kind of had uh different sections of different days of what we were doing so some days we would be um at desk at computers researching history of pop music researching different genres different artists um looking at lyrics um and like what they could mean and just trying to build up a bit of um like the skills in those areas and then other days we would be um, in our like practice rooms where we'd be rehearsing um, for any gigs that we had coming up or rehearsing for um, projects and all that kind of stuff. And then other days we would be in uh, the recording studio, which is where when we'd practice a song, we'd got it down, we just wanted to record it. So we'd have a physical copy of it and to submit. Um, so that was yeah that was really fun that um yeah it sounds super fun like, <laughs> yeah just recording music yeah like. <laughs> it was really fun and it was great like um learning different softwares and figuring out how how they worked and different effects that we could use um and different ways to uh also like practicing like harmonies and stuff like um yeah so it was it was really fun I really enjoyed it mm. So you, you specialise in, in singing, am I right? Yes, or, yeah. Yes. And um, was there, like, would you ever go back to it? Or are you kind of like, oh, is there anything that kind of turned you off going mm. kind of down the kind of more musical route? Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know if I would ever want it to be a career. Um, mm. It's very, because it's so difficult. And I think as much as I enjoyed studying it 
as soon as it becomes something that you're not just doing whenever you have free time or whenever you want to, whenever it's like regimented and like, okay, now is a time where you must be musical and come up with some lyrics or write a song. It feels very, it's quite difficult because it sort of takes a little bit of that um, fun out of it. So yeah, the love, I guess. Yeah, exactly, definitely. So um, I don't know if I'd ever go back to it as a career. I do still um, do some like singing, but just like as in groups. Um, so I was part of a folk choir for a little bit um, uh, that I found through someone that I currently work with, which was great. I'd never really sung um, sort of very old folk music before. Um, and then I sing as well as like through my um, like part of church, like in the like worship stuff that we do that. I do definitely still sing, but um, not as a, maybe not as a career. Maybe, I mean, I might change my mind, but. No, that's definitely yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Who, knows? <laughs> Who knows, one yeah. day you might get exactly. swept off your feet by some yeah. record label. Yeah. <laughs> So moving on to H&M, mm. um, obviously they're, they're a very big brand. Everyone everyone knows H&M. How, how was it working in retail? Because you hear all kinds of stories and, and you can see what the pros and cons yeah. could be, but I'm, I'm intrigued to hear your opinions. Mm. Yeah, um, there's definitely, yeah, definitely some big cons that I think are very much well known about working yeah. in retail. Um, I, so when I first started there, I really loved it. It was, um, I think H&M treats their sales advisors really, really well. They, I think, just on a very like, you know, black and white factual level, they pay slightly more than um, um, other companies. Um, mm. But it was... Definitely, I mean, I was very lucky. I never really had any particularly awful customer experiences. Um, but you would, I mean, other people would. I think I just got very lucky. Um, I think it's it's a really good way to um, earn some money when you're younger. But I think companies, I don't particularly agree with it, but companies have this um like idea that the people they employ have to be really really passionate about the brand which I completely understand but in reality when you're 17 18 19 whatever age sometimes you just want to earn some income and I think asking (laughs) um asking me when I was you know 17 or 18 to be like super passionate about (laughs) H&M was a very big yeah. ask. I mean, it's, yeah. It, honestly, I, I, yeah, that's, that's such a good point because, um, you know, I, I remember I, I worked in a bakery mm. once and um, they were literally like, right, you need to know the ins and outs of like what is in all these different types mm. of breads and all these, you know, things that we sell. Yeah. And like, it just was not a priority yeah. of mine yeah. to be passionate about, about bread. bread. Yeah. And, to know the ins and outs yeah. of bread. And I think sometimes employers of, you know, young, you know, younger people, people in their, their teens and, and stuff like that, don't 
understand mm. that they just they think oh well you're working for this company this is your life and it's mm. like no this is just like to earn money for now yeah. and, and and that shouldn't be something to be ashamed of yeah, <laughs> absolutely not definitely not like money makes the world go round um it's just it's something that you need you need to do when you're that age because you are you know maybe you're still at home or maybe you're saving to go to university or saving for a car it's a, it's a very much a point of um beginnings and at that sort of age like you're beginning all kinds of stuff and most of that means that you have to have some money and also when you turn 18 all you want to do is like go out all the time and that is expensive (laughs) so yeah exactly your priority is is social definitely definitely (laughs) so you said that you were um kind of a manager level Mm. as well How, how, how was that transition and um taking on a bit more responsibility yeah um I found it really, really difficult. I think I had done pretty well as a sales advisor. I got on with the management team. I got on with my um, the other people that I worked with. Um, and when I think the step from sales advisor to department manager was huge. The responsibility you get is huge. Um, you are essentially have got a small team of people that you have to do a lot for. Um, Yeah. And I found that people lost patience quite quickly. Um, So when I was struggling, I really wasn't getting the support that I needed, I felt like. I was really unhappy. So they kind of just they what they just left you on your own yeah. to kind of do everything. Or... We, I think they. It was. It felt like they were very much doing this. You know, you can be your own kind of manager. You know, there's no like cookie cutter manage management role. Like um, no specific thing that you have to do to be a manager. You know, you can be whatever you like, whatever style you want to be. That's fine. But then on the other hand, if I did something like I as a person, I don't feel comfortable like telling people off. I won't do that. Um, Any kind of like just really negative stuff. I just I really can't do that. I am. I feel so much more comfortable just having a conversation with someone. I think as Mm. well, because I have had the view of these people are 18, 17, six, not 16, but 18 or like 17, 19, they are not going to care about, you know, sometimes even coming to work on time. Like that's not something that, so yeah, I, and I felt like actually these people are my friends. I worked with them for two years. We know each other. So that's like switch as well. was really difficult. So, but I, yeah, I felt like whenever um, I decided, right, I'm going to do this, like this has happened. I'm going to do this. It was quite often criticized um, because a lot of the people in the management team that I was part of were very much that lead by fear. They have to be scared of you. You have to have that, like, you can be friendly, but you have to be able to switch into this very angry, like maybe sometimes shouty role. Um, And I've just Mm. never been that. Mm. So yeah, that was, I found that quite challenging. Um, But I did still very much like the company. I feel like 
at the time I felt like H&M was um, doing this it sounds very naive <laughs> when I say this now sort of um, doing their bit to be environmentally friendly um, and you know leading the way in green fashion um, environmentally friendly fashion um, and they do some things which are great and they yes that must help a bit but I know now that actually fast, fast fashion full stop is not environmentally friendly you can't be a fast fashion company and be environmentally friendly it just doesn't work like that but at the time <laughs> I didn't hadn't you know figured that out yet for myself so mm. I still really like the company which is why I stayed in the role for a year um because if I was yeah I mean I was unhappy but I would have left a lot sooner if I didn't like the company as much as I did yeah and I guess kind of going through that difficult transition you know that step up must have been um so useful I guess in a sense even though it was really difficult that like it kind of put you out of your comfort mm. zone so you knew what your comfort zone is and 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 how you like to work and and, and learning from mm. it I guess yeah I um I definitely think that I it has given me coming out the other side of it has given me confidence um also I have gotten so, so much like initiative from that I feel like I um but I'm also so grateful for my job currently <laughs> because um, the hardest thing I think for ease, hands down the hardest thing um, was just that I couldn't plan anything. I had to cancel on so many things just because I didn't know where my shifts were. Um, and I, f yeah, that was definitely meant that I didn't see my family as much as I wanted to. I didn't see friends as much as I wanted to. Um, that was really, really challenging. have you been in this the role that you're currently in it's been quite a while now hasn't it? um yeah so it's been um so it was a year in october just gone so october December, December. year and a half almost so yeah year and a half wow oh my gosh that's gone so quick <laughs> <laughs> and and, and how 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 has it been i mean a completely different change of pace mm. again um yeah how have you how have you found the the environment to to work in? Mm. Um, yeah, I found it really really good actually. It's been um, the structure of having nine to five days is so good. Having my weekends and evenings is great. I really love that. Um, also, my the team I'm in have been really are really lovely. Um, also, the um, my team leaders and then managers above them are also really friendly and really approachable and really fair as well um and yeah it's been yeah it's been really great actually it's really really oh, lovely i'm glad to hear and if uh you can what what would your average working day look like in your current role obviously at the moment mm. the situation is a little bit different <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, you know what, what what did it usually used to look like what what yeah how would it be structured? Yeah. So um, 
they're very flexible about um, lunches and basically as long as you do your seven hours within the office open at opening hours then they're fine so um they're yeah very flexible I try and get in a bit earlier so before nine o'clock um so that I can leave slightly earlier and I have a half an hour lunch so that I can again leave slightly oh, earlier yeah, nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so what I do is so my team generally deals with the um I always say admin but it's slightly more difficult than admin because it's dealing with like the like admin side of claims um so basically my day is um we have a whiteboard where each day of the week is set out with what each person's going to be doing um so I most often will be paying paying suppliers paying supplier invoices so suppliers are any company that we have a contract with so um ideally for example, RAC, mm-hmm. we have a contract with them. Um, if a if a customer needs breaks down and needs a recovery vehicle, we'll always suggest RAC before we look for someone else. That's so we'll be paying. We get a lot of invoices from them, so I um, mostly pay those. Um, and then maybe once a week, I'll be um, doing a different role where I will be sorting through um, car documents, vehicle documents, vehicle keys. Um, and other documents Um, so that involves we would receive them in the office um, you'd log them on the claim and in a different place and then you'd put them away Um, so those are the kind of like main two things that I'd be doing cool and that would be like a full day yeah I'd do one thing the whole day (laughs) in kind of conversations we've just had together (laughs) before you've mentioned um, next steps have you thought any more on where, where, where you'd like to go, if you'd like to stay in the company, if you'd like to move on at some point and, and where to? Yeah. Um, so I am sort of looking to move on now. Um, although in um, like a year and a half is not a long time in the long run. Um, but I feel like I've kind of gotten what I can from this role and it's time for me to do something else now um so I would I am quite interested in maybe looking going down the HR route um I did a little a really tiny bit of that when I was at H&M quite enjoyed it so I'm maybe looking to go into like admin HR role um anything something like that um yeah but I feel like I don't know what I want to do like as a career. I don't know if I'll have a career. I feel like for me at the moment, I'm just like trying little bits and bobs out and seeing what I don't like and what I don't like. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think no. there is such a weird kind of societal pressure sometimes to have this one goal and that is it and follow it. But mm. um in the current age that we live in I think more and more people are like no I want to try different things why should I be in the same profession my whole life um Mm. personally I I think there's you know quite I mean it's you know it's admirable but also like I want to try other things you know yeah um Mm -hmm. so yeah I, I completely understand your point of view there and I think um a lot 
of people in in their 20s you know our our kind of rough age group are still trying to work it out and Mm. maybe shouldn't even be working out yet just just doing what they want to do right now and that I think that is the best way to (laughs) to go about this kind of crazy um job world definitely yeah (laughs) but um you just have to like do what you do what you enjoy at the time and even if you think actually this isn't something you know I'm not doing like world changing stuff here um sometimes that that doesn't necessarily matter um Mm. if you're enjoying it and you're happy there then that's that's important um yeah yeah Yeah, I often I, I I often get that and I'm like what is my role my job contributing mm. to the world yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like what what you know you you hear of especially at the moment in the situation that we're in um you know all these nurses and, and, and doctors and mm. um key workers doing these amazing things and it's like should i be doing something more like that but then <laughs> you know it's 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 yeah. a moral dilemma isn't it and mm. and, and you can only do what's right for you mm. in, in in the moment and in in the situation that you're in in, in life mm, definitely it is it is it, I have the same thoughts as well definitely um it's really difficult but we mm. can't all be nurses and doctors that's why I have to like remind myself <laughs> exactly kind of I mean you said that you might be looking into uh, a job uh, and obviously yeah. you have applied for jobs before do you have any tips for anyone out there who is currently in the midst of applying for a job um I think that something that I have realized now looking back is that when I was looking for a job I wouldn't apply for things um if I thought I wasn't going to get it um, or if I thought I was underqualified. And I think um, looking back, I am definitely someone who, um, what's the word, like underestimates myself. So I think a lot of those jobs actually, I had a good chance of getting them but I just immediately got that reduced to zero by not applying so I think actually the tip is just to even if you think I don't think I'm gonna get this what like the worst thing that could happen um is that you don't hear anything back um exactly and you're in the exact same scenario as you were if you hadn't applied for it so exactly exactly definitely um I think that for me, I always spend, if I'm like, right, I think it's time for me to be looking for some job, more jobs now. I will always spend a day on my CV, like a day that's not for applying for jobs at all. Like it's just a day focused on my CV. Um, and I'll ask um, a couple of people to look over it. So I always ask my dad because he's just the most knowledgeable person I know <laughs> and he's very honest always ask your dad that's my tip um yeah and then I'll always ask another friend as well just to get like a couple of different opinions um but I think I've also I've had some experience using um recruitment agencies um some of them are really great some of them aren't and 
um some of like they're not the be all and end all i found um they yeah they'll oh when i was looking for nfu mutual when i was looking for a job before i found nfu mutual um i would speak to one recruitment agency and they tell me no you need to lay out your cv like this move everything around this needs to be at the top and then i'd go and speak to another one they say no that's wrong you need to lay out like this this needs to be here so yeah i mean you just have to take it with a pinch of salt like they don't i mean they they're not the be all and end all of finding a job you can find jobs on your own but also actually they can be a really good way of um finding jobs that aren't necessarily advertised places Mm. um so that's really good um yeah and also there is nothing wrong with using a temp uh temporary staffing service (laughs) (laughs) that's my tip there's no judgment in that I think that's a brilliant way of like getting experience yeah I I think great tips there honestly but quality high quality (laughs) thank you Um, to kind of a different area of life I often um discuss with people kind of living situations as well Mm -hmm. because during your 20s you could be at home you could be living with friends you look you know living abroad like all over the place it's 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 a time of kind of working out uh where you want to be really because um Initially, when I left university, you know, I went to Birmingham for the job. But then I also realised that being on my own, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't enjoy that. Mm. So living scenario does kind of come into your overall happiness, yeah. I think. Um, so you lived, you've lived with your family for yeah. a good long time and recently have moved in with your friends yeah. how has how has that been how how have both scenarios mm. been and, and the transition yeah so yeah I have lived with my parents um for a long time I get on really well with my parents um I'm very lucky in that aspect so for me it was just a sensible sensible thing to do it's so much cheaper I can save money and um it's just I actually really enjoy being around my family I'm very much like a home bird like I love being with my family so that was really enjoyable um and then when I decided to move in with some friends um recently so it's been just over a month now um I just felt like I needed that little bit of like independence just to see how it was I think um even though I was cooking and washing up and tidying up all these things at home, it's very much, it's very different when you're um, living with friends, you're all of that's Mm. on you. So that was, um, that was actually really great. And also my friends, my housemates are wonderful and we're all very good and supportive. So yeah. Um, I've really liked it. It's so important. Mm, Yeah. I'm glad it's yeah so important to kind of be in a situation where you're with people that you you fully get along with and you can be yourself with Mm -hmm. and um no it's lovely to hear that you are in a in a great place (laughs) (laughs) thank you and um lastly Mm. the last little point um 
I mean, we kind of already really touched on mm. this, but um, I always kind of summarise with, with this last four is, do you have any words of wisdom for people out there mm. who don't don't know what they want to do? Um, so I think for me, I... I think that um, when I was in sick form and was starting, you know, the topic of com- uh, conversation was always universities and I, something never really sat right with me, but I never really, I never took any time to like listen to that and to really think about actually there is another option here. Um, so I think that just let yourself, like just be honest with yourself. What are you, what are you happy with? What are you not happy with? But also when it comes to careers like what you don't have to do like your amazing wonderful career now that doesn't have to be something that you're doing right now you can at any age start doing something to pick up a new skill all of that kind of stuff so there's no rush and listen to yourself and listen to what you want oh that was very lovely and 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 very true as well you know you've your whole life haven't you to do do something yeah. brilliant yes definitely but, oh, well thank you so much um this has been a lovely lovely local. thank you for having me and um i'll speak to you again soon thank you for listening to episode six of the grad pod In the next episode, I'll be chatting to Kat McManus about think tanks, interviews and the weird world we are in at the moment.